Come, Holy Spirit, touch our minds and think with them. Touch our lips and speak with them. And touch our hearts and set them on fire with love for thee. After teaching, healing, and contending with religious authorities, Jesus withdraws for contemplation and prayer. At daybreak, we're told he comes down from the mountain and he calls his disciples and chooses 12 who he names apostles. Well, it's always important to listen to what Jesus says and to pay attention to what he does. It's also worth noting what he doesn't say and what he doesn't do. When he calls these 12, he does not first form a commission on ministry. <laughs> he doesn't do interviews. No transcripts are received. <laughs> and this one you'll love. There are no psychological or physical examinations. <laughs> you know, maybe if there had been, they might have discovered whatever issues Judas was having. I don't know. No, after a night of prayer, prayer with God, Jesus calls these twelve. We know by their names that some are intertwined with Greek culture and others deeply embedded in the Jewish heritage. We also know from tradition that, that Matthew conspires with the Roman occupiers as a tax collector and well, Simon the Zealot, well, he's, he's sort of on the other side of things, a revolutionary, trying to overthrow those same occupiers. <laughs> now, that is a curious combination, a little combustible, one might suggest. And you think the vestry meetings you're going to face in the future <laughs> might be difficult. And then there's Peter and Thomas. We know something about them. But we also have James, son of Alphaeus and Bartholomew, of whom we know next to nothing. Nevertheless, this motley crew called by Jesus follows him. And that made all the difference. This is church. This is us. We're not born in unanimity. We're philosophically and politically divided at our beginning. And I suspect that Jesus did that on purpose, chancing that in our struggle to be one, we might more fully understand how to be God's ambassadors of reconciliation to a broken world and to each other. The late Fred Borsch, who was Bishop of Los Angeles, once wrote that in Scripture, impossible things happen to improbable people. Impossible things happen to improbable people. So those called by Jesus, not the rich or powerful, not the intellectually astute. Most are fishers, 
who seem to struggle mightily in their profession because they're getting their fishing advice from an itinerant rabbi. <laughs> and then there's broken Judas and denying Peter and all the rest. Improbable people. And these 12 will, will travel with Jesus to Jerusalem and beyond. And then, touched and healed by the risen Christ, these dear ones will become the apostolic witnesses for the ages. And then it comes down to others and to others and now to us. Our divisions have not ceased. We remain complex, flawed, broken souls. But there is more, much more. The impossible is happening. We are sinners, yet saved. Broken, yet healed. And we come, called by God to this place, to be formed for ministry beyond this place. It seems impossible. I know. I was there where you are once upon a time. And I, I, I always think back to my first day in the House of Bishops, coming in scared to death and seeing a good friend of mine coming over to me, George Council. He comes and greets me, gives me a big hug, and says, can you believe it? The grown-ups have left and put us in charge. <laughs> Mark my words, you're going to feel that in a parish, and someday some of you might feel that in the House of Bishops. Improbable people indeed. And today's gospel is simply this. Jesus has called us to participate in the coming of the kingdom. We are called. For this, we are touched, changed, and transformed. Jesus is doing the impossible to and with us. In just a moment, we'll, we'll offer anointing and, and prayers for healing. And then we'll gather as a people restored and forgiven to receive Jesus in communion. These gifts of the Savior are to be sure given through human hands. But make no mistake about it. It is the touch of Jesus. It is given to us improbable souls chosen by God permission. Like in times gone by, we're given the chance to do the impossible. But through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, all things are possible. How beautiful and perfect and holy is that.